Okay, and welcome to a brand new week. Uh, we're going to try these out on Mondays just to see if we can get everybody in the habit of, all right, Monday, new strawberry cough. Uh, and with that said, I want to jump right into this topic. Does not mean you can't get fucked up. Now, there is nothing that I enjoy more than seeing instant karma. I love a good fight video, and it's weird the things that you will come across if you just decide, you know what, it's Saturday morning, I want to see somebody get laid the fuck out. Which randomly took me to a gay man, like, and I searched for it. After enough uh, fight videos, I was like, I want to see a guy who gets called gay punish someone, which took me to that. I don't know what people are thinking when they decide that because of someone's sexuality, first of all, I know that the point has probably been made in um, some kind of humorous way many, many times, but for fun, these gay men get fucked in the ass. Half of them. And if they're in a good relationship, my wife and I talk about this all the time, because, like, if I was gay, I would be such a bad, like, gay couple person. Because I'm not getting my ass fucked. They look destroyed. I can't tell how it feels. Everybody says it's great. And I know there are a lot of straight men that like their assholes played with. I can't. I just can't. I've made peace with the fact that I have to get a, uh, a prostate exam soon. Um, but nah. And like, it's to the point where every time that a woman would try to give me a beige and she got like, because you know, some like to really cradle um, the scrotum. And, you know, if your fingers get too close, I'm, I'm definitely not going to sit quiet. I have no problem with jumping across the room like, whoa, you got really, really close there. I don't play that way. But again, they do that for fun. Now, let's take away, let's get away from their sexuality for a second. Then there's the fact that most of the time, like sometimes these videos, it'll be like a teenager or something. But if it's an adult gay man, um, they have been fighting practically their whole life like effeminate gay men never have to tell me that they can fight because even if they can't fight i believe that they can take a punch and i feel like if you've taken enough punches you could probably throw them and i've seen how crazy some truly are even if i haven't seen them in a fight i know they wouldn't hesitate to slash your face or kill you because they've been in enough fights that they're not going to play with you it's just, uh, it's hilarious to me, and I love to see it. Um, so yeah, <laughs> welcome to Monday. Welcome. What can I do you for? Uh, I'm just here to check out what kind of tea you all have. Oh my god. 
You have a 7,000 pound T? Ah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a lot of people see that one. You don't have to spend the 7,000 pounds just to have some of the tea. I can scrape you some flakes off it. Oh. Oh, good, good. Uh, yeah, let, let me have some uh, flakes from the 7,000 pound tea. All right, all right. Here you go. Scrape, 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 scrape. Uh, okay. And that'll be 1,500 pounds. Mm. Uh, okay, I apologize. Um, can you put those scrapes back on the 7,000 pound tea? Do you have, like, a thousand pound tea that would give me flakes closer to like the ten dollar ring happens every day buddy uh i i got some flakes that are closer to what you're looking for um you know what i'm gonna go ahead get you the the, the tea i'm gonna let you sip it and then you tell me what you think all right sounds sounds good $1,500 for a little thing of tea. That's insane. You know what I can get with 15 All right. Here it is. Uh, go ahead. Have a sip. Let me know what you think. Okay. Mmm. You know, that's not bad. <laughs> what tea is that? Oh, those are some flakes of psoriasis off my knee. I've been laughing to myself all morning because I keep thinking about the uh, doctor. I can't remember what kind of specialist does your vasectomy, but I keep thinking about when he told me, okay, so your uh, scrotum has stitches on both sides and you're going to need to not get water on the stitches, sutures, or they'll dissolve quicker. So I think I had to go like five days or a week without getting water directly on my testicles. And as I was in the shower, I was just laughing because it's impossible. There is like, try to picture to yourself how you could shower without getting your genitals wet. You damn sure can't take a bath. The best bet would probably have been to give myself horse baths in the sink for that week. But only in hindsight uh, did I know that because I thought maybe I could, you know, like when you're in a friend's nasty like bathroom or something, like the kind of bathrooms that you don't like taking your shoes off in. So you plant yourself in one spot and you don't move from it and you just try to like lean yourself towards the water or something and i figured that i would be good for one of those but the problem is when you hit the upper body it just all rolls downhill i wonder why it is that white guys don't like shape-ups like what's what's going on there you go to get a haircut okay i i can understand why white guys wouldn't get a shape up if you've got longer hair. But if your hair is um, close cut, let's say, let's say if they don't use scissors on your hair, you should probably be getting a shape up. 
Because I know when it comes to black guys with shorter hair, and even the dudes with dreads want shape-ups. Like, it's just what makes a haircut look crisp. And I have tried talking to white dudes about it. Like, hey, why, why don't you guys get shape-ups when you get haircuts? Because it's like they're getting half the haircut. But they're paying for the full thing. Like, fade away. And I don't mean that, like, shoot shoot a shot. I mean, like, get a fade if you're refusing to line up the back. And let's go across the front. Even if you've got, like, a Superman S-curl, think about, think about Superman. Superman has a shape-up. Batman always has a shape-up. I don't know about the real-life ones. I'm talking about the animated things right now. It's always nice and kept. Now I want you to imagine if every time that they showed Superman, you couldn't help but noticing two gigantic, like, balls of wisp coming off both sides of his hair. And you were like, damn, Superman, you can't get that, like, tightened up or anything? Come on, baby, love yourself. I love you. It's weird the things that uh, some people see in men's bathrooms. Like, okay, I'm pretty good about keeping my eyes very fixed. Mostly on myself, that way nobody can ever say I was taking a peek. Um, but there was this one day, it, it must have been like 2007, and I'm at this urinal doing my thing. And this guy comes up next to me. He is clearly gay. And I don't even have to look. That's how gay he was. Sounds like a weird thing to say. But now he didn't have chimes on per se. But imagine if someone came up next to you and was jingling. You wouldn't have to look at that person. You would just know there's a gay person next to me. Okay, uh, quick break in that because this dude did remind me of this really old bit that was somewhat based on a true story. Uh, there was another time. Now, I, I did look at this gay guy, but I'm going to explain what I looked at. It wasn't his dick. Um, there was another time, though. I'm at a urinal, and a guy comes up next to me, and he, like, gives me a look. So I look over at him. Like, he, don't, he wasn't looking at my shaft. He was looking at my face. So I looked over at him, kind of like a, what the fuck is going on? But I understood the look, which came with a nod. Because I was like, oh, we're going to race. So we're both pissing. And he finished first. And then I feel like the cost of losing that particular race was I had to watch him shake and when I mean shake like you shake your penis to get the extra urine out so you're not walking around with a piss stain on your pants shorts what have you I think like the the rule that everybody always hears on television and whatnot from old men giving dick shaking advice is um to shake it like three times any more than that and you're playing with it I disagree somewhat there should be a limit but I think the limit depending on how long your dick is 
should be 10 shakes because sometimes I can't quite get that lat like I, I know there's something I'm not playing with it because if I was I wouldn't do it at a urinal but I gotta get it because I am not going to turn around the moment I flip my dick back in and then watch a stream run down one of my thighs so that everybody knows I haven't been doing this long enough I'm not good at it yet I said that to say the limit should be 10 this guy shook tenaciously ferociously it was like his dick had been talking shit to him and I was just there now I'm not making eye contact with his dick to not give the wrong impression I'm kind of looking up and to the right at like two o'clock just so that there can be no mistake should someone come in and see the two of us at the stall while he is gripping his penis like a horse that's trying to buck him off. It was it was that bad. I'm not really exaggerating. He had one hand on it, one hand on the wall, and he shook and shook. It was like being forced to watch a couple have sex. Or even worse, like your friends who you don't find attractive have sex. And they won't like let you leave the room. They're like, ah, just just be quiet for a minute and we'll be done in like three and you don't want to look but you're there so when he was finally done with that with the shake I didn't know what to say I said nothing and I just stood there and it was almost like I, I don't know it, it was like when those people freeze up and they're like really you just let that old man run his thumb through your ass crack Jonathan and Jonathan's like, I didn't know what was going on. One moment, I'm just living my life. The next moment, a wet thumb is giving me the credit card swipe. And I paused and clenched. And um, so, yeah, uh, the gay dude reminded me of him. I just wanted to share that. Um, but this particular gay dude, he walks up. He's, in a way, he's jingling. I forget how I knew he was gay. But... When I looked at his feet, every question I've ever had in life had been answered. Um, so I know he's gay, and I look down at one of his feet, and the first thing I see is like a gleam, like uh, from jewelry. And so now I'm looking at both feet because he has what sandals on at the urinal. We've already discussed that. Gross, white guys. But both feet have no less than 15 rings. That's right. Every toe has a ring. Some toes deserve more than one. And... We weren't at the urinal for a really long time, so you can imagine how curious I was and how hard I was staring at his feet because we're in there, first of all, disgusted by having your toes out in a bathroom, but then there's the ring sitch and I'm just going through, it's like um, Doctor Strange when uh, the Sorcerer Supreme like touches him and sends him flying through the multiverse 
seeing this gay dude's bejeweled feet did that for me because it just unraveled the fabric of what I thought I knew about homosexuality. It made me re-examine every gay dude that I considered a friend because none of them had that kind of toe jewelry. Their toe game was plain. They were basic. And it took this dude and his dazzling feet to make me go, holy shit, you're the gayest thing I've ever seen. And now I do mean that in a good way. And now every dude that I meet that says they're gay who doesn't have their fucking toe jewelry up to par will be dealt with. We don't have time to let these so-called gays come into the party. Step your jewelry game. And I would, it shows, I would ask if there were gay people and it always starts off wrong. You know, uh, anytime you ask uh, a group of people let alone a minority to identify themselves. Like, everybody's skeptical. You ever ask, like, hey, where are uh, some Asian people at? They hate to identify themselves. Hate it. They will look you right in the face without raising their hand, and you'll have to point them out, like, what's going on, Chang? You know damn well I'm talking to you. And what's worse is that the Asian people won't raise their hand, but then some Indian dude will, and you're like, look, I get what you're going for, but you know damn well I'm talking about Chang, not you. Um, but yeah, I'd ask people if they were gay, and they'd be like, gay, yeah, and I'd be like, how many toe rings do you have? Like, how gay are you? I've never really had a good answer for what love is. What's love? I don't know, man. I remember this one time I was uh, racing to Manscaped. Um, I don't know what I was in such a rush for. Probably should have just Manscaped at a different time when I had more time. Anyway, so I'm the, you know, doing my business, and I don't, I don't particularly know if pubic hair needs to be shampooed. Sometimes I, th I feel like um, my, uh, my testicle fro is a little bit drier than normal. Like when I go to cut, it doesn't have to be long. I never let it get like a mane. I'm not Jewish, but sometimes it's like tough to cut. And I know that it's just the, the testicle region that's a problem because I can cut other hair on my body just fine. Um, but then when I get to that, like, it's, it feels like I'm trying to rip my testicle fro out, and it's very painful. So I get through about half, maybe a little bit more than half, and um, then I was just like, fuck that noise. Let me get some head and shoulders on that maybe some conditioner on it so that we can really give it some bounce and then try this cut again because ugh, it just wasn't happening. Anyway, um, love is the fact that my wife saw the, uh, the half fro on at least two occasions and uh, said nothing of it. Still, still just fine with me and I thought that that was something. Now, I'm not going to keep the half fro because, you know, self-respect, but, um, you know, that, that, that's love.
I have a difficult past with Google. For a long time, I thought that they'd been using my information to get to know me better. In the beginning, I would look up things for people with bad credit, and they would show me what I needed. Payday loans and things. And then I started to get my credit together, and they began to show me less embarrassing websites to give my personal information to. But now, just recently, they tried to show me a video from Ja Rule, that Ja Rule from the 90s. It's like they don't know me at all. Uh, I need to take a moment and express the tremendous joy that I have now that we have a trailer for Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I don't know who isn't looking forward to that movie, but if you didn't know, it is going to be a martial arts tournament, Enter the Dragon-style movie that will, yes, have mutants. It will have some surprise appearances by people from Doctor Strange. And... Of course, they're finally going to give us the Mandarin, who... What they did in Iron Man 3 was unacceptable. I wasn't looking forward to the Mandarin the same way I was looking forward to, let's say, Thanos. Or even um, U.S. Agent or John Walker, who is currently, and we'll see how uh, the season finishes, the bad guy who was Captain America's replacement in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, yeah, I just, I can't wait. I kind of hope that we get to see John Walker in that tournament. Could that be where, a uh, little spoiler warning, um, Louis, Julia Louis-Dreyfus played a character, long name, Contessa something, but Val is uh, what she'll be called. And... She seems to be putting together a team or something, but she said answering my call will be the best decision that you ever made. So we shall see. Maybe she wants him to be in the tournament. She had a weird purple streak through her hair. I figure either it's that, she's putting together the Dark Avengers, she's working with the Power Broker, or she is somehow going to lead us toward Doom. Now we already had a little bit of a tease of Doom in, uh, I want to say it was the week before last when uh, they spoke about how Sokovia, after the events of Age of Ultron, has just kind of been taken over by neighboring countries. And Latveria could very well be one of the countries that's been taking stuff over since the blip happened. And Doom is coming. So, mm. but... Uh, that Shang-Chi trailer was great. The action looked awesome. Aquafina looked like she's going to be funny and very present, at least until he gets to the tournament. Um, it's interesting because, like, I've written uh, for sites and done film reviews, um, so I'm aware of what a lot of the rumors are of things. And um, there was a rumor that uh, there is a bus 
scene in San Francisco in Shang-Chi, and everybody thought that due to all the damage that was happening, that um, Shang-Fu, Fing-Fang-Fu? Something like that. It's a big-ass dragon. Uh, might actually be what is causing the bus to do all of these maneuvers through the city. Now, in the trailer, it doesn't show a dragon. It just shows some truck next to them. But knowing how Marvel likes to change their trailers, we can remember Infinity War had a trailer where we see the Hulk running along with everybody else in Wakanda. But in the actual film, they use Bruce Banner and the Hulkbuster armor. So it is possible that that is still going to be a dragon or some monster-esque type creature. Maybe even, drumroll there, um, oh crap, now I can't remember his name. Uh, he's a big thing with an eye. Um, hold on, now I gotta Google it because I refuse. <laughs> I typed, uh, monster with eyes. That was, that was a mistake. Um, Marvel vs. Capcom is what I know him from the most. This is going to bother me because I know his name. Shuma Garath. That's it. Uh, anybody who played Marvel vs. Capcom will remember that character. But we can expect... He is basically just one large eye uh, in an octopus. Um, but he's going to be massive if he actually appears in this movie. And I'm hoping for that. Um, let me go back to John Walker for a minute. One of my friends uh, in our group chat brought up how awesome a villain he is. I agree with that. I don't think that we can put him up there with like the Killmongers and whatnot, um, especially because hopefully John Walker will have a long future in the MCU. I want to see him either join the Dark Avengers, join the Thunderbolts, or go off, do his own thing, make appearances here and there like Shang-Chi, and then come back for Avengers West Coast. Because in WandaVision, I felt like we got a lot of teases of Wonder Man. And I remember reading Avengers West Coast. I hope that that's what they call whatever movie uh, Wanda reappears as a good guy in. Um, because we have Wanda. We would have Wonder Woman. Wonder Man, excuse me. Uh, the Vision especially the white vision. And now we have John Walker in the MCU, who is U.S. agent, who U.S. agent starts off not as a good guy, kind of starts off like, hey, I could have been Captain America and I'm not America. And we watch him go through a villain-esque turn and then eventually he's okay again. And I think that this John is going to realize if they don't kill him in the last episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, is going to realize what a dick he's been in some ways. I loved seeing him like crush that dude's head in, even though he knew he didn't do it. And he continued repeatedly saying that that dude killed his best friend, but we all knew he didn't do it. And several people told him that guy didn't do it. That guy's last words were, I didn't kill whatever his name is. And I love that he's just straight up blocking that out. Nah, I had to kill him. It's him or me. Uh, whatever trashy, like, shield he was making, that's not vibranium. So, unless he got his hands on some and you're able to hammer vibranium, which seems 
the opposite of what we've been told and know. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to him coming back. I kind of wish that they had showed us um, the Falcon's costume. I've already seen it on a toy. It looks a lot like the Falcon's Captain America costume from the comics. I just, I didn't need to wait another week for them to show me him in that outfit. I could have done with him in that outfit as either the last thing we saw or the mid credit scene. Instead, I mean, I kind of hope that they just give it right to us, but we might not see it until like the last battle of the movie or something when he's finally like, okay, now it's time for Captain America to take you down. What I really loved in that episode, even though he decided that he's going to be Captain America anyway, um, his conversation with Isaiah Bradley, I hope that that was always uh, in the script because they did a lot of changes when they had to go back. Originally, the storyline was going to be about uh, a virus that was uh, worldwide and that's what they were going to be dealing with, but due to how COVID has uh, turned the world upside down, and we really didn't need a reason to blame Asians for anything, uh, and Madripoor is close enough, it's made up, but close enough to Asia that that might have seemingly been reaffirming a lot of the racism we've been watching lately. Um, but I feel like his conversation with Isaiah Bradley, where he says... What kind of self-respecting black man would even want to be Captain America? They didn't really deep, deep dive into that, even though I guess they kind of did, because it's been the basis for every conversation that he has had with Isaiah Bradley and his family. But it's a powerful statement, and he didn't really even have anything good to say to it, other than like, well, I better be going. And next thing we know, he's like, yeah, I'm going to be Captain America. But he made a very good point. Like, what are you giving to this world that wouldn't have you? Remember when the Pope could have been black for a second? This Pope seems cool, but there was a heartbeat when I thought, maybe white people will elect a black Pope. And then I wanted to see how many white people left Catholicism. Because they're like, nah, Jesus' right-hand dude ain't no black guy. <laughs>